I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Brendan here. Um, before you commit to this podcast, I would just like to warn you that the audio is probably a bit shit. Um, obviously, in the middle of the coronavirus uh, situation that's going on at the moment, you'll hear that we've recorded from very strange places. And it was our first time trying it out. It was a bit tricky. And the audio might just distort a bit. I hope that it's not terrible the whole way through. Stick with it if you can. We're really sorry if it's so terrible. We'll try and do better next time. Let's go, let's go, come on. Let's be clear. Shrine of Duty. You are being interviewed today as a witness, not as a suspect. The official, unofficial podcast. My team will get to the root of anything. Shrine of Duty. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Shrine of Duty. Guys, <laughs> that is. <laughs> can I, okay, can I just... I'm going to set the scene. I am, <laughs> I am in my wardrobe. It's a really nice wardrobe. It's, it is a walk-in, in fairness, It's a bit of a walk-in. Yeah, it's a bit of a walk-in. <laughs> it's a foot-in. It's a foot-in. <laughs> so, I'm in my wardrobe with this... There's a kind of a weird... I feel a bit like, you know, Nessa in the caravan in Gavin and Stacey. Yes! Because there's a bit of a bejeweled... Are you doing for it? <laughs> yeah, well, I can... I need a few quid, yeah. Read me cards. So, I, uh, there's a, like a bejeweled curtain that normally covers, like, the alcove into it, and I normally hide it, but I've dropped it down for kind of soundproofing reasons. So I'm in my wardrobe. <laughs> Rebecca, where are you? <laughs> Sorry, if someone walks into your bedroom, it's going to see a, a sequined curtain. <laughs> and a voice coming from here. <laughs> Um, so I, what I did this evening was I went for a run, right? So oh, I know, guys. I've honestly been. I'm so bored in quarantine that I decided to go running. That's when you know things also, are bad. She's not in quarantine. <laughs> I, know, I'm not, I still go to work every day. It's so spread. <laughs> anyway, I'm in the back. So I'm in the back room in the house, the sitting room. I have the window open because it's quite mild in Dublin at the moment. I have a candle lit that I bought in Aldi the other day. Lime, basil, and mandarin. You know oh, the, the foam alone. Foam alone. And I have a glass of red wine poured, and I'm oh, just dear. sitting here staring at the window the way in big little lies they'd stare at the waves. Yeah, that sounds like bliss. Hannah, where are you? Well, I'm in a car. <laughs> There's no candles. There's no wine. She's in a car stationary in a driveway, I'm assuming. I'm in a car. No, no, I don't park in the driveway. I'm across the road oh. in a car. People are walking past me because all anyone does is go on walks now. And I'm taking selfies of myself that I, I keep deleting because they're gross. Because I haven't worn makeup in three weeks. And uh, talking to you. 
Yeah, but you're in the car specifically for the purposes of having a chat, yeah? Yes, I live in a busy house, so I'm in here. Because I was like, I have a walk-in wardrobe with a wine candle area, so. <laughs> also, everyone needs to do that anyway. Sometimes, do you ever, like, come home from a day of work and you just sit in your car for a few minutes? Oh, do you I do that? get out. Absolutely. Yeah. I do some of my best WhatsApping in the car. Um, so, it is just, obviously, a strange time. And we were like, do you know what? Will we not just get the band back together? And have a chat. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Brendan, when you first introduced the podcast this Friday at Duty, I was like, we need to think of some sort of quarantine, self-isolation name or something. Have you got one? No. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, also, I'm screaming at Brendan. was like, yeah, guys, let's test this out and see how it goes. It turns into a full-on podcast. I'm like, oh, sorry, is there, are we discussing anything? Like, should I have researched anything at all? No, should we just waffle the way we always did? Yeah. Um, can I just say as well that uh, I've figured, so there's a, a little, like, the, the mini desk that we have between the podcasts here. You know the big colour buttons on it? It's... No, they are quality buttons. Yeah, they are. They're, they're like David, David Guetta. Yeah. Like. So listen to this. I've discovered that they actually have sound effects on them. Like if we want Stop. to, like I swear to God. So if we want to go back to like a better time, <laughs> like like pre pre Corona. Pre-corona. Remember when this arrived and we looked at it and we were like, no, guys, we've spent a fortune and it looks like Fisher-Price, like my first podcast. Like, what the fuck is it? But they have purpose, so that's nice. Yeah, I do. Like, also, like, if we do a funny... (laughs) We have a live audience. It's like we're back together laughing with each other. Yes. (laughs) 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 This is something you discover... Uh, when locked in self-isolation absolutely yeah yeah um so come here line of duty filming has been delayed (sighs) i know it's necessary (laughs) it's just shit news though isn't it yeah Yeah. it's a real like but so much is delayed honestly we're lucky at the minute because everything that's coming out now has been filmed but Mm -hmm. are we going to are we going to get to a point where there's going to be like nothing new well, like, they suspended EastEnders and all, so like all they're the divvying soaps. out, yeah, all the soaps, and they're moving like releases of movies are pushing them back. Um, yeah, like so the yeah, band I... went from April to November, like that's a big delay. Yeah, but then Fast and the Furious went from this summer to like January 2021. Oh, yeah. did it? Yeah, like there's movies that have gone to next year. Dua Lipa, her summer tour was obviously happening this summer. That's now moved to 2021 as well. So. Pussycat Dolls as well are playing in November now. The big gig of the year. I honestly need to see that live. React is my favourite song. Oh, you can see React performed live in my house, like, at least once a day. (laughs) You behind the curtain. (laughs) Um, Realistically... How late could this actually come out? Yeah, so I like I I suppose like were we kind of expecting it out around November December time this year maybe was that what? We're no, doing? I think before then. Oh, really? I think in August September. Oh, yeah, okay. Hannah. I, I remember sitting beside Hannah and work one day, and we were trying to. We had looked back at when all the other previous series were released, and up the walls clearly. They, they were mostly March, weren't they, Hannah? And then I think there was one that was set. Am I wrong in saying there was one in September? No, they're, they're usually March, and then there's wasn't there one in June and stuff like that? Yes, there was one nice. random one. And then we felt that maybe if, like, Dublin Murders wasn't coming back straight away or, like, different things were coming back, it could be their awesome schedule kickoff. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Just way, the way filming was going, because they only had started filming really at the end of February. So, like, there wasn't going to be enough time for them to release it in March. So, that was what we had calculated. Obviously, now, um, things are very different. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading there. So, the BBC put out um, a spokesperson released a statement about it, but they didn't say anything about when we can get going again. Like, the UK are actually a little bit behind us in terms of... Um, they just went into lockdown, lockdown there yesterday. Yeah. Um, for the next three weeks so it could be the summer before this gets cracking again which is so disappointing I know but it's the right thing to do I suppose absolutely um, Vicky McClure has been uh, using her time productively anyway have you seen that? no tell us her um, dance like kind of dance challenge on Instagram her and a friend or a relative of hers did you see this in the back garden? is this the TikTok oh, video thing? it might be yeah but you have to their, yeah, yeah. You click your feet yeah yes yeah like, she's definitely the most impressive one that I've seen so far. Oh, yeah, I did see that. That is very cute. I must watch it properly. I'm just like, tic-tac, what? Tic-tac. Like, I just can't bring myself to download it. Yeah. It's very addictive, guys, I'm not going to lie. I know. Um, so, come here. What, what did we know about season six so far? Who was the guest lead? Oh, Kelly MacDonald, so she was in train spotting before, so they guessed yeah. that she was going to be playing DCI Joanne Davidson. Yeah. And she would be the senior investigating officer of an unsolved murder whose unconventional conduct, conduct <laughs> raises suspicions at AC12. I wonder, That's very like, nice. And that like, was going to be lit. I wonder if it was Patricia Carmichael back. I mean, that woman was fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think we're getting her back. Fingers crossed. And Hannah, you're saying like uh, useless for people in Ireland, like us, but for people in the UK, there's good news, isn't there? If people are stuck at yes, home, yes, they uploaded every episode of Line of Duty onto the BBC iPlayer. Um, wouldn't it be such a Corona treat if they made that accessible worldwide? <laughs> it really would be. I really need to watch Fleabag and a few other things. It would be great if they made that accessible, especially now we're desperate for content. I just spoken about the BBC iPlayer before. Yeah, like I will pay for That's, it. This is I it. Mean. I know that, like in the UK, it's it's paid for because of license fee. But uh, internationally, they could make money by sell it, like by having a subscription model outside the UK. And I would happily pay a tenner a month for that, or whatever. Brandon, I couldn't agree more. Now, maybe if there's some sort of thing, because they're a national broadcaster, that they can't. But I will pay up to twelve ninety nine once for the BBC I play. It will be, to be honest, it's because their shows are so inaccessible. They don't go on to any other streaming service. It's literally, if you don't put a season record on it, it's game over. Yeah. So, like, that's a very positive place to be coming into the market. you know what I mean? Like, Disney Plus obviously launched this week and everyone is having a hissy fit over it and yeah, it's brilliant and all that. I couldn't really give a shit, but if you gave me all the BBC dramas, are you joking? Yeah. yeah. I um, would pay more than €10 euro a month if anyone from the BBC is listening. Uh, uh, I would pay 15 or 20 really, at a point. Like, maybe not it's 20. It's a premium product. It is a premium it? product. Did Britbox launch yet? You know, the ITV <laughs> Channel 4. I just that sounds like a, like it sounds like a fake product, but it's obviously <laughs> it's actually what they decided to call it. But it's very nineties, <laughs> isn't it? It's very crude. Yeah. Isn't it? It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I would prefer just is the BBC iPlayer just go to BBC iPlayer. Yeah. Yeah, that's all of Yeah. yeah. Well done, you ever thought of that? Yeah. Um, so come here. What are you watching at the moment? Well, guys. 
I just want to say one thing. Has anyone else found themselves not watching as much TV as you would expect? Completely. Um, yeah, what is that about? I feel like I'm really busy. I'm like, get, like by the time I've like done my day, made my dinner, gone for my four walks and sit down, it's like <laughs> 10 o'clock at night and I'm like, excuse me, like what have I been doing all day? Yeah, I think I've just been scrolling on social media, being yeah. a little ball of anxiety, not even wanting to scroll and just being like, oh my God, stop scrolling. And oh, I'm I'm anxious, Albert, scrolling through Twitter. Then I'm like, oh, I'll watch the one, like the twelve. Is it the twelve o'clock or one o'clock news? And I'm like, oh, I'll watch the news at six. And then all of a sudden, it's nine, and I'm watching it again. And yeah. <laughs> I haven't. I don't, I'm not able to fit in the right programs at the right time. I I suppose maybe when this situation, uh, I suppose we're really only at the start of it when it becomes. Maybe, maybe week three or four. Yeah, I think that I really need to knuckle down. There's loads of TV series and programs that I've never watched that I really need to watch now and take this time to enjoy them. Yeah, to, this to, is it. I've had non-stop watching stuff, but I've only had the time for one or two things in the evening. So I'm watching Liar season two. Oh my god! Again. Same. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Are you up to date? So I think I'm up to date. Yeah, I check my TV, so I'm like got it series linked, and I've. I, it's I, number three. Yes. I watched that. I, I haven't watched this, so just what's the word? Can you give a spoiler-free uh, kind of synopsis or review? I'll give you a spoiler-free synopsis or review now, right? And it's a fairly succinct one. Okay. Oh, my. It's lit. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like ITV drama pushing it as far as they can go now with how ridiculous this carry on is. And season one was very, it was actually quite serious and very compelling. And season two now, they're taking the piss, but like I'm glued to it. Am I right in saying that season one, like, I, I, I remember you guys mentioning it before, was season one, it's about a couple, or is it about two people, and there's some sort of sexual assault, and you can't tell who's yeah, lying? so okay. in season one, uh, the main character is a primary school teacher, and a parent of one of her students... Um, asks to take her out on a date and they go on a date and you don't see exactly what happens and okay. she accuses him of rape and the whole series is which one of them is telling the truth and which one is lying and it was really good do you find out guys do you find out do you feel satisfied you at the end of season one you're very satisfied at the end of season one yes okay so i have the official premise here so laura nielsen a smart and capable teacher in the middle of a breakup is set up on a date with a recently widowed surgeon andrew earlham however the day after it is apparent that something has gone wrong and the subsequent fallout rapidly spirals out of control exposing the power of truth deception and trust so the first thing was brilliant it's kind of like reminding me of the affair it's like you're seeing both people's points of view you don't really know who to believe and then it has a very definitive end that kind of tells you where season two is going to go mm. and we're in season two now and it's gone oh shit yeah <laughs> okay but season two is very much based on who's lying and who's telling the truth again yeah, are, who, how many episodes per season and and obviously are you guys do you do a, a series record and you're watching it yeah did a series and i think there's six is there six six yeah six in each oh, i'm gonna have so. to try and find it or something in series record itv have had form though in um you know a season two just kind of doing a bit of a handbrake turn i.e marcella <laughs> okay and now <laughs> apparently like strong points yeah 
Like, you have to take an ITV drama isn't the same as a BBC drama, and neither is better than the other. No. So ITV is just, it's more your brick box. It's a little bit like, <laughs> it can go a little bit. Rashier, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think there, we, we mentioned Marcella. Obviously, we were expecting season three to be released. Like, I thought that was going to be coming out pretty soon. Yeah, I literally That's opened right. the laptop, I have the jingles ready to go here in front of me. <laughs> When did you make that artwork? Now, I'm talking, like, October. That, oh, yeah, definitely. Not going to see the light of day, my loves. <laughs> do you think it's going to come out? Well, like, it's, to be fair, it will do, because there's no Coronation Street left, and they have a full season of Marcella ready to go, so they'll be putting it on somewhere. If it does, obviously, we, we had all, we'd all kind of watched, uh, I watched season one a while ago, I'd never watched season two until recently, we've all kind of caught up with it now, um, so it would be great to, for that to come back, because I feel like we just, it could go any way. Yeah. Yeah. And it was we were, getting turned. It was getting crazy, and we're going to do a season one and two recap, aren't we, to, yeah, we will. to kick that off. I mean, we have the time. <laughs> I mean, what else would we be doing? Exactly. Other than sitting in my wardrobe, your car, and your wine room, Reb, is it? <laughs> what is in your room, guys? It sounds really glamorous. Oh, she's in the really cigar room. Um, <laughs> yeah, so what else well, are you watching? Uh, yeah, so as well as watching Liar, I have just finished watching The Split on BBC, seasons one and season two, just finished. Yeah. And I loved it. It's not like our normal kind of crime no drama. Murders. No, no oh. murders. But... It's got Nicola Walker, who for me has just shot up the TV actor rankings. Like she's brilliant. I am obsessed with her. Come here, didn't she do some crime series a while ago? I watched it on Netflix. Yes, uh, Unforgotten, which was amazing yes, as well. Unforgotten, which yes. Brandon adores. Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, I only rewatched that recently as well. So I've done the split, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, she might have to go in your next cake, Brandon. She will. Oh no, she absolutely has to go on my next cake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we made Brendan a birthday cake with his favourite, for your 30th, wasn't well, my 30th, it? yeah. Your favourite uh, iconic woman from TV. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was very specifically so, themed. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah Lancashire was on it. Yeah. Uh, Sam Bailey was on it. <laughs> Who's, uh, well, we call, yeah, Sam Bailey who won the X Factor. X Factor, yeah. that's television. What's the song that we love that she did cover Shania Twain? Oh, from this moment. Oh, from this moment. Yeah. <laughs> She's definitely got a wine in front of her. Um, who else? I think Saran Jones might have been on it. It was. Oh, it was wow. like peak Dr. Foster. Yeah. One. It was and a couple of years ago now, yeah. man. Uh, uh, Hannah, you're <laughs> too. Revealing Brendan's age live on air. Um, Hannah, your birthday's actually next. Uh, I hope you'll oh, be out of the lockdown. I ended in the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> But if we're out, we can try and, you know, maybe we'll just stick on uh, Anna, Anna, what's her name? Anna Kerr, what's Anna Friel? Friel. Anna Friel, Anna yeah. Friel, yeah. Maybe she'd be um, going on your cake, Anna. Reb, what are you been watching? And um, well, you guys mentioned Saran Jones there. Uh, so after much, um, will we say, sorry, I need to turn off. I'm getting a WhatsApp notification. I put up something funny, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, we mentioned um, Saran Jones, right? So you guys have been on to me for a long time um, because we're big fans of Lenny James after season one of Line of Duty. So I said, oh, Rebecca, yes. I've got the Skybox sets. I'm at home. I watched Save Me season one. I know that the new season, uh, season two is coming out the 1st of April, I think. I think it's the 1st. 
so I absolutely loved it. I thought Lenny James was, he obviously wrote it and starred in it. I just thought it was, it really sucked me right in from the beginning. And obviously, I don't want to say too much, but there is a dramatic ending, but it's, it, it, you know, there's a lot to happen in season two. It's so gripping, isn't it? I think oh. I need to rewatch it. To be honest, I've, I've forgotten. It was 2000 and, um, God, 2017. What? 2017. It was ages ago. Guys, I'm really far behind with this. So, like, you guys have way better taste in TV than I do. Like, I watch Love is Blind. Apologies. I also watch, yes, I Love is Blind is something else that I was invested in, like, uh, way too, I, I got way too invested in the people in Love is Blind. I did an episode or two and I dropped off. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't let myself go there yet, but it's going to happen. Yeah, Hannah. Honestly, that would really that would really bring a lot of what's the word like structure to a day. I was I got my wisdom teeth out and I was watching Love Is Blind like one episode a day, and then the reunion came out, and you didn't know who was with who and who had actually gotten married. And I just I was I absolutely loved it. I haven't enjoyed something like that since Big Brother when Davina presented it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, <laughs> and you, sorry, do, do, I'm just reading about um, Save Me here. You know Lenny James, he actually created that show. So he wrote it, directed it, created it with World Productions. And they are the people behind oh, Live. Of Juicy. Of Juicy. And yeah. Bodyguards. They're fantastic. Fantastic. Also starring Stephen Graham and Saran Jones. So here, his character oh, is Stephen yeah. Graham's character, Melon. How did he do it? See, I had see, we had seen this before we watched him in the last season of Line of Duty. So I remember I was like so obsessed with him. But yeah. like, off the back of seeing him play, like how do you make a character like that sympathetic? It's just incredible. It's uh, so good. So, so sorry. So they've, they've announced that in Save Me Season 2, it's obviously going to be Lenny James is going to be back as Nelly. And yeah. he's going to be joined by Saran Jones um, and Claire McGorry. Oh. And they're the only people who have con- are confirmed, I think. Okay. So we don't know if. Um, oh, sorry, Stephen Graham's complex portrayal of Fabio Mellon 
will likely be a major part of the second one too. His character is, oh, I mean, it, it, he's just fantastic. I know he can act people? that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Save Me Too, T-O-O, which is exciting because oh, that makes me think that there is somebody else, else at risk. Yeah. going to need to be um, saved. Come here, have either of you heard, now I haven't watched it yet, the, oh sorry, where's the name of it now, uh, the Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem and Madness, a new documentary on Netflix. I have watched the trailer, I have watched mm. it, yes, it looks mental. It looks mental, I had a friend phoned me and described <laughs> it to me the other day and I was like, what? But the actual, the official premise or like a kind of liner that netflix sent out in their press release was ridiculous like it sounded like they were slagging off their own show like oh, this really? guy is like a gun wielding mullet like roadside zoo owner like it, it just sounds insane so it's a it's a documentary following loads of people who own zoos not zoos kind of like who keep animals? Uh, yeah, like lion, lion kind of sanctuaries or enclosures or zoos. Or, yeah, I think so. I, I actually don't know because I haven't seen it or even watched I've it. I mean, the Joe Exotic is kind of like the main one. Yeah, like, well, I yeah, don't want to like, say too much because, like, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But, like, the story that my friend relayed to me, I was like, what? Like, it's nothing to do with the lions by the end of it, basically. Okay. Or very little to do with the lions. I've seen loads of people tweeting about it. It kind of, I get the vibe that it's a bit shocking, like, abducted in plain sight. Totally. As far as I'm aware, there's murder involved in this. There's... Oh, Jesus, okay. There's a married man gone off on a gay relationship. It has it all. Shut up! Yeah. Because of your book, Brendan. It is. A bit like my book, yeah. <laughs> Which book? <laughs> I was the reading... The one with the gay underdogs. <laughs> the one with the gay underdogs. I was, uh... <laughs> I was in my local library before they all got shut down and just picked up a book by, oh, who does the podcast uh, How to Fail? Elizabeth Day. Yeah, so I just picked up a book and it happened to be uh, an Elizabeth Day book and I read the back of it and it was, it's called The Party and I read the back and I was like, oh, I think that like maybe he's a secret gay. So I, I took the book and he was a secret gay. Yeah, so I was got that right. I'm now, speaking of gays, I'm now reading Elton John's biography. <laughs> Which is very Fair good. Elton it. John and Rod Stewart are just friendship goals. Honestly, their friendship just warms my heart. I don't think I knew that they were that. He just lied. I didn't know they were friends either. No, and it just the slagging they give each other. It just really, really makes me happy as a reading it. It's very good. Rod Stewart's very, um, very sexy, charismatic man, isn't he? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> He really is, guys. How many lines have you had? I haven't even had a glass. I just... He just maybe he's a sexy and charismatic man. <laughs> he is. He has that song, Do You Think I'm Sexy? Like you're writing for women's way. He looks like your great aunt, Peggy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Has anyone watched The Nest? Yes. Yeah. So? I'm going in. It's literally as soon as I get out of this car, that's what I'm doing next. Well, so Wait, we have all, you two not watched it? So not yet. We all WhatsApped each other, like I'd say about it just over an hour ago, and I hadn't watched it. I have oh, since watched it. Him. Yeah. Oh? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so obviously it stars uh, Martin Comston, who we know and love as our Steve in Line oh, of Duty. Steve, yeah. Uh, but in this series, it's all set in Glasgow, so he has a, a like a Scottish, his, he's using his Scottish accent, so it's very strange, I suppose, uh, when you're so used to one character, but he's 
He's a very rich man in this series. He is. Oh, powerful man. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's great to see him. It's great to see him play a different role. He's a great actor, you know. I know we need it already, but do you know when you see something else, you're like, wow, I mean, he's got it. Yeah. Um, Tell us what it's about for people that might not be familiar. And by people, I mean the two people that are listening to this. Dribble. <laughs> Okay, so the series is about a couple who have been trying to have a baby for a number of years. Um, they by chance meet this 18-year-old uh, who was brought up in a completely different world to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and she offers something that the family can't refuse. Okay. You know? Yeah. So, uh, and, and I suppose, you know, Martin Thompson is Dan. He, he kind of, what's the word? He is obviously come from i think uh, like he's come from not a really privileged yeah he's built himself up yeah he's kind he's of built himself up um, and he really kind of apparently he owns like half a glasgow in it and um, his wife is um i'm trying to think who's the who's the one shot in glasgow by the way there's like a, they made great use of a drone oh, the like, oh hannah the gaff gorgeous and the gaff the oh, house oh my god the house yeah. Sorry, so his wife is called Emily and she's played by Sophie Rundle and um, she is a teacher and a conductor at a very highly regarded Scottish music school. Yeah, okay, now I don't know, know I'm not a conductor, but I was like, I don't think those conducting skills are great. She was quite vocal. <laughs> oh, you know, you wave your arms and shut up. So you kind of learn that she's had loads of miscarriages and, and, and they only really have one last embryo left. So yeah. they're under a lot of pressure to try and make this work. And then they meet this 18-year-old girl who is in um, social care. And, um, you know, it, that that's where it all starts off. Um, I really enjoyed the first episode. There were a few kind of snippets of, Brendan, you know, towards the end, there's snippets of a, a completely unrelated. That's... It could be a flash forward, is it? I don't know if that's a flash forward or a flashback and without also ruining anything because I know Hannah hasn't seen it there was another thing I think where he just goes to have a quick meeting with his solicitor his Mm. solicitor says something Uh, his solicitor is like oh look we don't need any attention which kind of makes you think that aside from this yeah aside from this main story this rags to riches you know kind of millionaire billionaire businessman that there's something that he doesn't want us to know he he does say something that this isn't a spoiler like he says it's pretty early on basically they say that they didn't go and do the surrogacy thing in america because he has previous convictions so they weren't able to go to america to try and do that oh he has a dodgy background so there's low there's low going on actually reb those little flashes that you were talking about are mm. a little bit like do you remember in big little lies season two when there was like oh, flashes yeah. and you were like oh we don't know how to interpret these it was a bit yeah. like that yeah yeah so uh, i think it's I, i'm not sure how many episodes are in it i would imagine maybe five or six and um, it's on sundays from 9 p.m on bbc one yeah yeah bbc one yeah uh, so so that will keep us occupied for the next few weeks and I really think it has the potential to to you know yeah, to I be don't the know, next big drama yeah to be the next big drama exactly yeah I, I'm enjoying it do you know that way yeah yeah, yeah I'm very that. excited and I've seen the trailer for it and the trailer looked amazing the only reason I haven't got to watch it yet is because I just literally haven't had a second but I'm dying to get into it now oh yeah it'll be good I'm trying to think what else I've been watching 
Five episodes. Five, okay. I'll give you a top tip. Now, it's, in a, it's BBC program, so you will have to have them recorded. But two things that I'm really enjoying lately, if anyone is feeling a bit like anxious around this or wants like, a complete switch off, mm. I have been watching Portrait Artists of the Year which oh. I've always loved, and Landscape Artist of the Year. And Adrian Dunbar was on Portrait Artist of the Year about three weeks ago. So basically, in every episode, there's four artists that paint one celebrity. And then at the end, you get to see all the paintings, and then the celeb picks one to bring home, and then the judges pick a top three, and then they pick one to go through to the semi-final, and it goes on like that. But it's just such a relaxing show and there's like nice music in the background and they're all like posh British people painting <laughs> and there's loads of Irish people in it and there's very accessible celebrities that they paint and it's just you'd really pass the time now so I'm really enjoying that so there's the new season of Portrait Artist of the Year out at the moment and Landscape Artist just finished and that's your and escapism amazing. Yeah. that's my escapism for the minute because I think in terms of the like murdery shows and stuff I definitely need to be in the right head yeah, the minute of do you know what I mean? Because the world's ending and all that, so <laughs> you just yeah, you need to find the balance. God, imagine okay. if this is where it ends. I'm stuck in my wardrobe. You're in the car, and you're in your house, and it's just like that's it now. <laughs> I will. I it's not ending until I get that next season of Line of Duty. <laughs> No, we were so, we're so, so excited like for it. And they put up so many pictures of them in Belfast, like out having dinner together with Jed, and, you know, they were meeting up, meet, meeting the guest star. They Like, you know, they were saying, oh, they were waiting for her to join the dinner and everything. We were so excited. And um, we're just going to have to obviously wait a little bit longer. I'm trying to think what else I've been watching for escapism. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race, obviously, for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I started so watching Homeland. Yeah, the, the, the re- most recent season is... Uh, I don't know, it's yeah, not it's my favourite. I've seen a lot of people say some not very nice things about it online. No, the but the British uh the British season was absolutely phenomenal and um, you can sign up to the World of Wonder app for 40 you can watch it all on that still I think and it's obviously on the BBC iPlayer but the the British one was so much fun and the queens they had in it were so amazing like you kind of I suppose when you're watching the American one you can't really beat that sense of humour yeah a lot of them are look queens and like they're really into makeup and all that Instagram stuff whereas the ones on the British Drag Race are like the crack yeah so that is a nice, yeah, that's a nice bit of escapism. Um, and yeah, so watching Homeland, I had kind of given up on it around season five. So it was, it's all on Netflix, I think, up to season seven or eight. So I just decided, you know what, I'll try to get back into this. But again, what you said, Hannah, because everything is quite like, everyone does feel a bit anxious. There's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. You need to kind of those kind of shows a little bit. I would like kind of like to go back and start watching like The Hills or The Simple Life again, <laughs> just for like the pure drivel. Uh, also, what I did today was I got Disney Plus and I have never watched The Lion King before, so I, I sat just, in my house. It's like, uh, let's see, you say that like a throwaway comment, like that's a big statement. You, you is, are, yeah. what age are you? 20, 28. 28, and she'd never seen the original Lion King. Like, no, that's a big thing. We were really a Disney household. Uh, like, I don't know if I was a bit of, to- of a tomboy growing up or else. I was just obsessed with the Spice Girls and music. I was more into music and, like, making up dances and playing football rather than movies, I think. I don't know. And Disney just wasn't really a thing. And so, how was The Lion King today? No, so, guys, I came home right Did from work. Well? 
And I it made my lunch. I made some Linda McCartney sausage rolls. Oh, oh, they're gorgeous. Yeah. So I just sat down and I said, you know what? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to watch this and give it a go. I mean, I was hooked straight away. I was bawling my eyes out like, like, like when, when Simba was singing, I can't wait to be king. I was getting a bit emotional. <laughs> Like that's yeah, the Elton John original as well. Yeah. Oh, I just thought it was absolutely fantastic. Some amazing messages of like, I don't know, like remember who you are, leave the past behind you, like all these things that you're like, you know what? I should have watched that when I was younger. I, I, well, I mean, <laughs> I've tried to tell you. <laughs> anyway, I really loved it, so I might like, watch it. You know, do you guys ever see Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, oh. I've seen it a hundred times. Amazing. Oh my god, Hannah, it's it's honestly so good. Tyena's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Brendan Tyena. Did you ever watch that? I have no. <laughs> 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 Okay, no, I didn't have Nickelodeon. I was a deprived child. Oh, well, see, me and the Disney and the Nickelodeon, but that is on Disney Plus as well. So I think the escapism is going to be a lot of, like, nostalgia uh, shows and movies for yeah. me at the minute. Yeah. Do you know that way? Yeah, I started watching Sex in the City again, just oh. randomly gone back to the first season, and it's just lovely. Oh, my God, are you like, Look at all these people's problems. Though. I know, it's so funny. Like, normally, yeah, like, normally we'd be into, like, our dark and heavy, like, crime thrillers, and just at the moment, you're like, do you know what? I need to watch something just light uh, yeah you do I used to idolise Carrie and when I went back and rewatched it I was going to New York like about two years ago and I started rewatching the whole thing because I was going to New York I'm so basic but uh, I was like geez, she's a bit of a dose she is like, she's she on it and it's absolutely you're just like oh fuck off it's shocking it's so yeah I'm kind of like I'm doing my like Liar The Nest I'm watching um, Westworld and then oh. in between that I'm watching Shite like Sex in the City and well Push Out of the Year is not shite it's very <laughs> highbrow viewing yes. but, also um, easy to watch I know that uh, we, uh, we've talked about this uh, not on the podcast before but have either of you had time to watch Instant Hotel on Netflix no Guys. It just reminds me of my second favorite Netflix show. I haven't watched it yet. Do I love it already? Guys, it's basically like four weddings, except it's um, they don't mention Airbnb, but like you, everyone goes around to four different houses. Kind of like four in the bed. Is that the one with yeah, the B&Bs? with the B&Bs. But they're all in Australia. Oh, yeah, I watched the first time this week. Obsessed. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. And they all get so bitchy, but on this show, it's all in Australia. Um, the the judge is Ju- Juliet. Julie, is it Juliet? She is absolutely so glam. Second series, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, isn't it? Stop it. They have to basically stay in each other's houses, rate each other for like accommodation, location, um, amenities, all all that. And uh, someone wins at the end. And I think they win a big cash prize. They changed the prizes in season one too. But it gets so petty, so much bitchiness, <laughs> so much like sass on some of the people. Like, and then like these, there's these two guys in one of the seasons in every house. They're like, this is awful. This is scaldy. This is absolutely dreadful. And then you go to their house. I was not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, it, it I got so into it, and I feel like it could be great if you're looking for that. Like the episodes aren't very long, and it is so amazing. And I'd love to talk to you about it. Yeah, I'm going to watch that one next. And I, I 
bang on about this all the time, but the world's most extraordinary homes. Like if you like the concept of like snooping around a gorgeous house, um, this series is for you. It's basically, um, two people say an architect called Pierce and then the actress and also property enthusiast Caroline Quinton they basically go around the most incredible homes in the world so I think season one is teen so there's like an episode called mountains and all the homes are like literally cut into the side of a cliff and then there's forest coast and then in the next season they do country so they'll go to Norway and see like five stunning homes in Norway and then they'll do the states and this is literally like we're talking like better than what celebrities have like amazing houses and you just get to sit there with your cup of tea and have a look around the house Love sorry it. Yeah, that sounds amazing so up for that two seasons on Netflix so it's that. absolutely brilliant another BBC show and I know there's another season they haven't released yet so if they could just, just give us pop that out now yeah. show we need things to watch yeah I think def- definitely the next thing I'm going to do anyway is Tiger King on Netflix That's I'm probably going to do it now actually be honest. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say to you guys, this whole situation of everybody social distancing and self isolating, whatever, like it's obviously really awful and uh, it's stressful for everybody, and you know, people are getting the virus and everything. But the one thing that I do enjoy about it is that you see those people's houses, property on Instagram. Is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, actually, do you know what? So uh, I'm, I'm going to take a selfie here now, so you can see the inside of my wardrobe or just the bejeweled curtain behind me. So, I took a selfie and sent it to you of me in a car. Okay, so we'll get to see you in your car, and then we're going to see Rebecca's cigar room. Um, yeah, like guys, I won't lie to you, basically, the before, it came, before I came on the podcast, I had a shower, and um, thank God, and I put a face mask on, but like when I took the selfie, the face mask had kind of half dried into my face, and usually they'd be like a dark green or like a charcoal black face mask. This one's kind of skin coloured, so I really, the picture's really, really not. Okay, well, we're all in the same boat, because I have a spot on my forehead that's so big it should be paying rent, but it got laid off due to Corona. So it's on rent allowance at the moment, so it's, oh, no, it's currently not paying. It's an extra 150 after today's announcement. No, stop. I'd love to pop things like that, like the pizza yeah, poppers. Yeah. yeah. I know. Another. I don't have that sense of entertainment. Yeah, I like, no, cannot. I, I, like, I'll get so quick. Oh, That's another that. escapism show, though, for people if they're into that type yeah. of thing. Um, if you've managed to get to the end of listening to us driveling on from our car, wardrobe, and cigar room, uh, we'd love to know what you're watching uh, while you're working from home and while you're self isolating and social distancing. Uh, so, like, if you want to tweet us, we're at Shrine Pod. Uh, the same on Facebook and on Instagram as well. Like, we'd love to know what you're watching. Definitely, yeah. because maybe we can scrape a bit of structure out of that and then um, come back and do this again. Maybe. Oh, guys, I really missed you know chatting to you. Like, it, it it really does when you're in each other. I know, obviously, we can use that house party app, but we can't record from it. But yeah. it really does make all the difference at the minute, doesn't it? We're looking at technology. It does. We're very lucky, and it's not the same. Like, you guys are obviously seeing each other every day, and I haven't seen you in a good while. I know, it's not been the ages. same no. as being in the same room, but it's definitely made my day, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think right. I could press a button here now to celebrate that. Oh, no, sorry, that was. Let's just do this then again. Great. Picking our show of the week. So, if we had to pick one show that we watched this week that we're recommending to to anyone out there, yeah, okay. Um, so I'll I'm gonna recommend the split. I loved it. Okay. I finished it. I thought the I thought the, yeah. I just thought both seasons were amazing. I watched them all back to back and loved it. So I'm gonna say the split. 
I've seen the first episode of that, so I'm going to keep going with that, definitely. I'm going to recommend Liars, so season one is really, really compelling, and season two is, like, the perfect balance of, like, turn your brain off, ridiculous carry-on, but also a really good drama, so it's perfect for where my head's at at the minute. Um, I haven't really watched anything, but The Nest is definitely the only thing I kind of have watched, and I'm really liking it, and I think it's going to get really, really good, and Martin Compton's fantastic. That's so, a really great recommendation. It's a no-brainer, really. The Nest, Lyra, and Split, and they're right up our street in terms of what, what we're into and what we kind of talk about on the show, so that's good. Absolutely. All love is blind. <laughs> Not for me. Take a notch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guys, I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, I'm Miss Mac you. and McCartney sausage roll and uh, watch episode one of the next. Yeah. Stay safe, everyone. Social distance. Uh, yeah, stay. Yeah, stay safe. Social distance and wash your bloody hands. We could wash our hands to the theme song of Line of Duty as some sort of prayer until it comes back. We could. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, someone's saying it. Uh, um, I'm afraid too after we got a letter off the line. Yeah, no, they weren't too happy about us. Uh, no, so I don't think we should. Okay, well, maybe we can put it up on Instagram washing our hands and we can see, you know, we can make it take the most 10, 20 seconds from it. Absolutely. So do, yeah, okay, let's make three little videos washing our hands with the theme song of Line of Duty. If you would also like to get involved in this sort of weird rain dance um, for hoping that it comes back very soon, please send us your videos. Yes. Do. Okay, and we'll talk to you soon. Talk Bye, talk to you guys soon too. <laughs> yeah, I'll be on to you on WhatsApp in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Shrine of Duty. There's only one thing I'm interested in, and one thing only, and that's bent covers. Shrine of Duty, the official, unofficial podcast. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.